As Christians, we are all disciples of the Lord. As such, we should humbly recognize our need for the Lord's ongoing work in our lives. We need Him every day, and we must be willing to learn and grow with a focus on what we can become by God's grace. That's the theme of Stephen's lesson today. It's also the reason why he's teaching through the entire Bible on this wisdom journey. Stephen's lesson today is called, Wearing the Dust of the Master. Today in our wisdom journey through the Gospels, uh, I want to pull over and spend just a little time introducing the first disciples who began following the Lord. The Greek word for disciple, mathetes, simply means a learner or a student. It was typical in Jesus' generation for disciples to follow their teacher around. In fact, the Mishnah, which is a collection of Jewish culture and commentary dating back to the days of Christ, it describes students so carefully, closely following behind their teacher that they were covered with the dust from his sandals. Well, at this point in his ministry, Jesus actually has hundreds of followers. Some are sincere Many are not. And the Lord decides that it's time for him to gather to himself a smaller, closer-knit group of disciples. So here now in Luke chapter 6 is where I want to focus. At verse 12, we read, He went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. This is God the Father. Now, Jesus isn't praying to God the Father about whom he should choose. He's beginning to pray for those he will choose. He already knows who they are. He, in fact, already knows all their flaws and and their weaknesses. He he knows what they're going to face. He knows all about their future. Now, as we take a closer look at these early disciples, I want to point out some key principles here. First of all, Jesus chose his disciples not because he needed them, but because they needed him. And you know, that's true of us today. Let me tell you, Jesus doesn't need you. He doesn't need me. We need him. And the glory of God's grace is that he actually delights to include you and me in his global plan. Now, indeed, that's that's what he created us for. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, we are created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that is, before time began, that we should walk in them. You know, the Lord is still choosing disciples to this day who realize they need him, who want to know him, who want to learn from him, who want to get the dust from his sandals all over their lives. Here's another key principle to learn here. Jesus chose his disciples not because of who they were, but because of who they would become. You just start out here by taking a closer look at Simon Peter, no doubt the most famous of the 12. It's been noted that his name is mentioned in the Gospels more than any other disciple. No one speaks as often as Peter, Uh, No one is spoken to by the Lord as often as Peter. 
In fact, no disciple is rebuked by the Lord as often as Peter, and no other disciple but Peter ever rebuked the Lord. Frankly, we know a lot about Peter's failures, especially that time when he climbed out of the boat. You remember that during the storm and walked on the water toward Jesus only to begin sinking when doubt and fear arose? That's in Matthew chapter 14. Well, don't forget, though, that Peter was the only disciple willing to get out of the boat and try. Well, the name Peter is actually a nickname given to him by Jesus after they first met. Uh, Peter is Greek for stone or rock or little pebble. The Lord essentially gave Simon this nickname, not because he was strong and, you know, rock solid and steadfast, but because he would become strong and steadfast. History records that after decades of faithful ministry, Peter was forced to watch his own wife crucified. And then when it came time for him to die by crucifixion, he asked to be crucified upside down. He testified that he was not worthy to die as his Lord had died on the cross. Well, the next disciple mentioned by Luke here in chapter 6 is Simon Peter's brother, Andrew. Now, John's gospel account tells us that Andrew introduced Simon Peter to Jesus. That's in John chapter 1, verses 41 and 42. But Andrew soon took a back seat to his brother. In fact, it's interesting to me that throughout the New Testament, many of the verses that name Andrew add that little comment that he was Peter's brother, as if that was what made him important. But keep in mind, even though he was in the back seat, so to speak, in the shadow of Peter, when he's mentioned in the New Testament, he's often bringing people to Jesus. He had a wonderful ministry. In fact, according to Eusebius, the third century historian, Andrew blazed a trail to the outer regions of modern-day Russia before he was eventually martyred for his faith. Historical sources record that Andrew led to Christ, the wife of a powerful politician there in the empire. And this this political leader was so enraged by his wife's conversion to Christianity that he demanded she recant. Well, she refused, and he retaliated by arresting Andrew and putting him to death. Let me give you a third key principle to keep in mind here. Jesus chose the disciples not because of what they knew, but because they were willing to be taught. And among the 12, the Lord chooses a set here now of of biological brothers, James and, and John. And do they ever have a lot to learn? James is the older of the two, but he never appears in a biblical scene without his younger brother, John. In fact, since most of the time in Scripture, James and John are seen together, uh, let me just kind of introduce them together. James and John are the sons of Zebedee, and that was a man of of some influence. More than likely, he was the owner of the family uh, fishing business, which also included, by the way, Peter and Andrew. They worked together in the same fishing enterprise. There's even some evidence from early church records that Zebedee was a, a Levite, related to the high priest's family. I want to point that out because when James and John leave their family business, they not only leave a fortune, but they also walk away from the good standing they had enjoyed with the religious world. The high priest and and the priesthood is going to hate Jesus. 
which means they're going to hate everybody who follow him. Well, these brothers end up rather close to Jesus. In fact, Peter, James, and John will be the very inner circle of Jesus' disciples, and he's going to invite them to witness events that other disciples uh, never see. Now, the trouble is that, that this seems to go to their heads. Uh, they're eventually going to start arguing about which one of them is the greatest disciple. Uh, these brothers were also ambitious. They were, in fact, somewhat ruthless. Mark's gospel tells us in chapter 3 and verse 17 that Jesus gave them the nickname Sons of Thunder. And let me tell you, that, that wasn't necessarily a compliment. But they did learn well from the Lord. Their fiery, passionate disposition, uh, it's going to be molded into patient endurance. They're going to, they're going to refuse to, to give up or back down but remain loving. James, in fact, will become the very first disciple to be martyred. In contrast, his brother John is going to be the last of the 12 disciples to die. Uh, He's going to live into old age. John is going to go on. He's going to write the Gospel of John. He's going to write the little letters, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. And he's going to write the book of Revelation. He's in his 90s. In fact, when he writes Revelation, when he's given a tour of heaven, he describes it over in Revelation. He recalls the glorious singing of the hosts of heaven, the Father's house of transparent gold, the majestic throne of God. And do you know what's missing? His old ambition to be first, to be the greatest in the kingdom. His fiery impatience with unbelievers is gone when he wanted to call fire down on that village that refused the gospel. That's all, that's all gone. In fact, John will earn a nickname over the years, and his nickname will become the Apostle of Love. From Son of Thunder to the Apostle of Love. That's because John will write more than any other New Testament author on the subject of love. Love becomes the dominant theme of a man who earlier wanted Jesus to call down fire from heaven, burn those people up. He's the the one who records for us those precious words in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal or everlasting life. The disciple who earlier in his life wanted to incinerate unbelievers, the one who wanted to be the greatest in the kingdom, he becomes a gracious, caring, loving old man who doesn't want anybody to perish but come to understand the love of God. So James and John, along with Peter and Andrew, well, they learned well, didn't they? They wore well the dust of their master teacher. Jesus chose them not because of how much they knew, but because they were eager to learn. Well, we'll stop here for now. Until next time, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. In addition to taking you through the Bible on this wisdom journey, Stephen is also the president of a seminary. 
It's called Shepherd's Theological Seminary, and it's located in Cary, North Carolina. The school has many degrees and programs, but there's one unique program called Shepherd's Institute. You or someone you know could set aside one year to study God's Word, experience authentic community, grow in discipleship, take a trip and do some study in Israel, and earn a master's degree all in one year. This unique program offers a life-changing opportunity, no matter what your career is. We've had men and women do this program right out of college and before entering their career. They enter the workforce better equipped to serve God. You can learn more about this program at wisdomonline.org forward slash STS. Visit there today and then join us next time to continue the wisdom journey. 